Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, that's good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. It's your host, James P. Friel. I'm super excited that you guys are here with us today. Um, I've got a very special guest here today that I want to ask a very special question to because for as long as I've known him, I've never really gotten to the bottom of what he does. And if you think I'm talking about the one, the only, Mr. Dean Holland from the United Kingdom, you would be correct. Welcome to the show, Dean Holland. That introduction, I was looking forward to a guest. I'm like, who is this amazing being for which you describe? <laughs> it's none other than you. Yeah. For you guys listening, it's been a little while for us since we've recorded a show. Right. And in the interim, I don't know. I was going to say I had the honor, but I'm not sure it was an honor. I don't know where it <laughs> fell exactly. But Dean Holland camped out at my house for like a week right? while we were having yeah, inner circle meetings. Honor for the first couple of days, but after the first month, you you probably had enough. Well, I think I think what it was was like I anticipated it being an honor. But then <laughs> as soon as you got out of the Uber, I realized how wrong I was. Yes. <laughs> Quick, close the blinds, lock the door, pretend we're not. No, here. no, no. This is not our address. Sorry. This is not the house you're looking for. <laughs> so, uh, but we, uh, in all seriousness, we got to talk about a, a whole bunch of cool things, including some exciting stuff for the show. And one of the things that we discussed was Dean's core business, really, like I've been trying to figure out exactly what Dean does for a couple of years. And I hadn't been able to figure it out, even though I know, like I've seen his business, I've seen like all these things, I still couldn't figure it out. And we're talking, I was like, wait a second, Dean, like what your superpower is creating these affiliate programs inside of companies so that you don't have to rely on paid traffic. Right. I don't know if you guys know this, largely speaking, Dean's business grows without paid traffic, right? He's one of the only people I know who's never like, oh no, if Facebook went away, I'd be devastated. If Facebook went away, I think Dean would be able to just like wipe his ass with the news article. So, <laughs> Although I would be quite annoyed because I just spent the last couple of months learning Facebook ads. You know, just to put it in, just to add a little context, I guess, to what you just said there, hopefully to get people's attention. Uh, we, uh, across the various ventures and different things that I've done over the years, uh, since like 2009, we've sold probably a little over. I think the latest, it was like over 10 million last we actually calculated everything that we'd ever done. And that was all without paid traffic. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so, yeah. amazing. And, and, and I think for you, it's become so mad. You know, it's just normal. You're like, oh, this is this is what right. I do, and all this other stuff, right? You know, and I've heard you talk about you know a bunch of other things that I thought were cool. You know, like your perfect offer and the, all the free plus shipping stuff, right? And everything else like that. But I think from from a fundamental perspective, a lot of people are one scared to spend money on paid ads, and two. Paid ads is no picnic, right? There's a lot that goes wrong on a regular basis. Like Facebook was had like major outages just this past weekend. 
Right. And, and, you know, so that, that kind of has, uh, me thinking, you know, about other traffic sources and stuff like that. And so I thought it would be really cool just to sort of get your take on, all right, I've got a business and this, this is largely true in my business. I have, you know, people who refer clients to us and stuff like that, but really not from like an online program perspective. Uh, I'm just like, okay, why don't I do something incredibly selfish, but maybe giving all at the same time because we're recording it for you to talk about, okay, what are some of the lessons that you learned across the years of selling those $10 million in products Right. that uh, you know didn't require paid traffic? Like, Where do you even start? Yeah, no, uh, great subject. And gosh, I think it would even be hard to go over all of this in 30 minutes, but we shall try. Maybe, uh, this, is par- maybe this is part one. Oh, yes. Labeled part one. Yeah, part one. (laughs) So, yeah. So, um, I have, like, I I got out of my job being an affiliate marketer. So, that's kind of how this whole thing came about is I learned how to be an affiliate before I learned, before I had any of my own products. That was what got me out of my job, like, 10, 11 years ago now. So, I was on that side of the fence way before I had any of my own products. And so, for me, it was actually like it was a natural progression because. I'd lived and breathed that space as an affiliate first. Um, and so the, the great side of that is, and where I think I differ from probably a lot of people that I've gotten to know, like yourself and others, say in the masterminds and various friendship groups we're now in, is that I started as an affiliate and understood from that side, like what makes my job easy? Like how do, how do I make money as an affiliate? What am I looking for? Like what is it that the product owners and vendors provide me that makes me more money as an affiliate marketer? What what makes my promotions easier? So I I had a good, uh, gosh, maybe like year, 18 months under my belt before I even knew how to even create a product. So I was actually the opposite to to where you are now. I was like, how do you be a product owner? <laughs> like, what's that all about? That sounds interesting. Um And so now going forwards, once I began to develop my own products and courses and programs and we built everything that we have here today, um, my brain always thought towards like, well, I used to promote people's products and I'd get paid. Like, why don't I set that up for myself? Like, I don't need to learn paid ads. I just need to learn like how to make the best affiliate program an opportunity for all these people out there. Because if you think about it in simple terms, and, and this is where I encourage people not to get mixed up here. Like I've seen people that their whole business is from affiliate traffic. I've seen people with their whole business is on Facebook ads or anything like that. And if I, I personally don't encourage anyone to get emotionally attached to like any one thing too much. It's all a traffic source. It's all a traffic source. But the difference with having an affiliate program is you kind of have an army of people sending you traffic that are only paid on a commission basis. It's like taking like phone salespeople, not paying them salaries or or pay only when they make you a sale. That's how it's like to have an affiliate program. It's like, you're going to go out and promote my stuff and I'm only going to compensate you when a sale gets made. When you deliver a result for me, I will compensate you for that result. And so to me, it's always been the ultimate traffic source other than the fact that it's kind of out of your control. Like you don't own that traffic. Um, And so you have to understand the positives and the negatives would be my first thing is like understand it for what it is. It's It's a sales compensation traffic source. You're paying for a result being delivered. 
but also understand that affiliates can kind of be I don't know. They will always go where the money is, essentially. So if if they're mer- I, well, they're mer- they're mercenaries, right? Yeah, right. Affiliate right, affiliates yeah. are mercenaries, right. right? They're not like necessarily loyal. They're not like the king's army. They're the mercenary army. So so let, hold on before we kind of go too deep into this. You said you were an affiliate yourself for like twelve to eighteen months, right? Awesome. Didn't stop there. Or I was. I continued to be for. A but that was like that was like the runway. Exactly. Get, that was before I had going. my own product. So I was one hundred percent affiliate marketing. Yeah. So, okay. So, so as, as an affiliate seeing like the good, the bad and the ugly, Yeah. what were some of the things that you, you learned as an affiliate that influenced the way that you started setting up your own affiliate programs? The, the biggest, the biggest, biggest thing out of anything I could probably say is for you to create as a, as a product owner, as a vendor, for you to create the highest paying best earning sales process that you physically can. Because going back to what we briefly just almost started touching on there is like affiliates will go where the money is. If you look at, let me give you a perspective that might help everybody to, to see things from a different view. When you're an affiliate marketer and you're looking at what to promote, there is no shortage typically of stuff you can choose to promote. So if I have an email list or an audience, whether it's any, anywhere I've got an audience, an email list, whatever. If I have an audience and I'm looking for something to promote and I've got a whole array of stuff that I can sell, I could promote your thing, I could promote for ClickFunnels, I could promote for any, any product, what am I going to choose? Yes, there is a degree of like, the product needs to be good, the product needs to help people, I have to be able to put my name behind it. But let's just imagine that we have like, 10 different offers that all fit that criteria. They can all fit my audience. They're all going to be helpful. They're all valuable products. And I believe in the businesses that are offering them. Where am I going to go? What will I choose to put my promotion behind today or this week or this month? I'm going to go to the thing that pays me the most amount of money, which means if for every visitor I send to your offer, on average, whichever is going to earn me the most with everything else being equal, that's where my traffic, that's where my energy that's where my efforts, that's where my promotions are going to flow. He who can pay me the most is going to win with everything else being equal in terms of the credibility and value in what I'm offering. So that, sure. that so, makes, so 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 that so what you're saying at the beginning is like I got to just like in marketing, we're marketing to the affiliates not necessarily like we're when we market to people, we want to make them irresistible offers, right? Right. And so I think what you're saying here is the offer that you make to the affiliates yeah. needs to be as irresistible as possible. Definitely. Definitely. It's got to be like, because at the end of the day, like affiliates think about things in, in a very clear way. It's like you have this metric of earnings per click. So it's like EPC, as, as you would often see it abbreviated, like earnings per click basically means like for every click that I send and for anybody listening that's like an advertiser, you would look at your Facebook ads in the same way. For every click that visits my funnel from my ad, what's it worth? You know, you might be getting a dollar per click for every person that clicks your ad or $3 per click. Well, an affiliate, like looking at it in the frame of an affiliate is a traffic source, that affiliate is going to look at it and say, what would be the expected earnings per click that I can send you? Because they're going to know if I send an email to my list, I might get a thousand clicks. So if I can send an email today and deliver a thousand clicks to somebody's offer, what's going to make me the most back? 
And if one person says, well, our, our funnel typically will deliver you a $1 earnings per click, I know I'm going to make $1,000. But if you turn to me and say, well, look, I've got this sales funnel going and it's going to deliver to you $3 per click, I'm going to say, well, I can make 3000 with you, 1000 with you. What am I going to do? It's a no-brainer. I'm going to go where the, where the biggest result is. All right. So here's a question, a question that I've had, especially when starting these programs. I understand that approach and I understand you wanting to be able to say, hey, if you send traffic here, you're going to get $3 a click. And I'm glad you understand. How <laughs> do you get that information if you're just starting and if you're not running paid ads? Good question. Well, the honest and true answer to that is, is I wouldn't actually put something out there to affiliates that you haven't tested yourself. Okay. So you're saying that there does need to be a period of time where you're getting some baseline numbers before you can talk to the affiliates so they take you seriously. Correct. Because again, like you may be able to pull off deals if you have relationships in place. You know, like if if you and I both had a, like an audience and your offer could complement mine and mine could complement you and, and we knew each other and you said, Dean, I've got a new offer. Look, truth, it's a new offer. I haven't tested it, but it's a great product. Here it is, blah, blah, blah. Like I'd be inclined, if I knew it was a good match, I'd be inclined to promote it for you because we know each other. Like I know your stuff's good and it doesn't like if it sells great, if it doesn't, okay, no problem. I'm, I'm supporting a friend and I know the product's great. Um, but as a whole, like you're going to need something that's proven to go out there to the mass audience. If you approach any joint venture partner or any affiliate marketer, they're going to want to know some stats. Like what does it convert at? Like what's the numbers? You know, they're going to want to see those facts. And if you can go with that data, you're going to have a lot more success. That's where you're not relying necessarily on it having to be great relationships in place. You're leading with a great offer that can deliver great results for the affiliates. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I think that's an important distinction. So, okay. So we've, we've sort of gotten at the beginning of this, right? Create, create an irresistible offer for the affiliates. Yeah. Have some track record. Um, relationship currency will have to be used as a substitute for track record and fit for their audience and all that other stuff. If you have that, then, okay, great. Like what's, What's next? Like, how do you keep people promoting? How do you run, you know, ongoing campaigns and all these different things and, and use affiliates just like, not just as a launch tool? Sure, sure. So uh, we've, I've, I've, I've had a variety of different affiliate programs. So we'll just, just to cover that and we'll look at the differences and, and, and get to what, what you're asking. So I've done like a product launch affiliate model where you orchestrate a seven-day launch, you're rallying all your affiliates and it's just a short seven-day window and everybody's pushing that and promoting that. So that's like the one thing. But I, I don't really do that anymore, um, which brings us in line with your question. So what I have now is... Uh, a long-term evergreen affiliate platform with like affiliates that are always looking for stuff to promote. Now, here's the thing. To keep somebody promoting for you and keep them as a long-term affiliate, like one or two situations needs to happen. Either that affiliate is always bringing like fresh leads and blood into their own business, therefore allowing them to continually keep exposing your offer to new people because if they do like a one-off promotion everybody in their audience has seen it so it's not yeah. they can keep doing that every day they've got a <laughs> affiliates are going to keep promoting new stuff like your average affiliate might promote a new offer 
Some people every day, some people once a week, some pe- everybody's got different schedules, but there's no way anybody can just promote the same thing to the same people over and over and over again. So you're either going to need affiliates that are constantly bringing fresh blood into their own business and would present your offer on an ongoing basis to everybody new coming into their business. That's a great situation to set up because you put putting continual exposure of your offer. And the other thing is, of course, is like affiliates like new stuff to sell. So it's about really as well, as a business owner, if you've got your core offer, let's say, and that's like a a $2,000 thing or whatever it might be, if you are the type of business like what I am, where we have free plus shipping offers or entry-level customer acquisition offers, if you can create like new ones of those on a regular basis, maybe it's like three, four, five times a year, whatever it might be, you're giving new stuff to your affiliate audience, to the affiliates that already are promoting for you. You're giving them fresh stuff that they can keep presenting. They can go to their audience and fully get behind a promotion of a new offer. And if you're the one giving those new offers and you're already proven as a great joint venture partner for that affiliate, they will still keep promoting your new stuff. Mm, mm. Yeah, that makes that makes total sense. So you said that you'd had several different uh, types of affiliate programs. What what can you expand on that? What do you mean by that? Yeah. So what what we used to do, like I say, was just like the seven day short window orchestrated launch where we booked it in. It's in four months time, and we're rallying all our affiliates up for everybody to promote in those specific set dates. That's like the 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 Jeff Walker product launch style business, and you're providing like all the promotional resources and anything that people might need. Um, to actually promote. Whereas today, what we actually have is um, a a big part of our business is like a private sort of closed door affiliate program, um, which is much more hands-on. We don't, these aren't people that already have big audiences typically, and they just want like their affiliate link. These are people that we train how to be affiliate marketers. We teach them. We provide the coaching, the training, the webinars, and all that kind of stuff. So we're actually, our affiliate program is in actually teaching people to be affiliates as well. We're training people how to sell our stuff. We don't just give them stuff and say, like, good luck making some money. We train our affiliates. We teach them. We provide all the training so they know how to best go out there and sell our stuff for maximum return for themselves. So we have like right. an like a full program now that does that. Right, right. So so but the the long and the short of it is the better you equip your affiliates, yes, the better off you're going to be. 100%. And and the thing is like not to be disrespectful to people, but it's just how it is like in my 10 years, I believe that a lot of affiliates are relatively <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to word this correctly, but Lazy. (laughs) (laughs) So like... Well, now that the cat's out of the bag. Right, right. And so like, the the thing is, when you have affiliates, like some people are like, they will always go the extra mile. Like there's certain people I could name now that do promotions that just freaking blow your mind. You're like, how the heck did you just make a hundred grand in five days promoting my thing? Like, what on earth did you do? And you dig deeper... And they were like, oh, well, I created these custom campaigns. I recorded these three videos. I did like they've, they've gone all in on your promotion. But that's 
sadly, a rarity. What's more common in my experience with a lot of affiliates these days is they're like, they agree to promote your stuff. And then they're like, oh, can you give me some email swipes that I can just copy and paste? And can you tell me where my affiliate link is? And it's like they, they literally, it's like they want a package, like just give me the stuff, I'll plug it in and mail it to my list. And so it's yeah. not, it's not, I don't know if lazy is the right word, but it's become increasingly normal over the last years that people want just like a plug and play solution to promoting your stuff. And like, it, that's another element I feel here is like, make it as easy as possible for somebody to promote you. Like, mm-hmm. don't make people necessarily jump through hoops. Don't make it hard to find stuff. You know, like, don't like provide all the resources, even if they don't use any of them, like provide them email templates that they can just copy and use if they want, you know, give them their affiliate links, like give them banners that they can put on their websites if they need them, like any tools or promotional resources that might make it that little bit easier for them to say, yes, do it, go that extra mile. That's a huge, huge thing when it comes to this stuff. I mean, all this is so interesting, right? It's like, it, it makes so much sense when you talk about it, right? Like it's get it's all getting back to the fundamentals. Like if there's a good thing for somebody to promote, right. they're going to keep promoting it. If you make it easy for them to do it, they're going to keep doing it. Um, one of the questions that came to my mind, you mentioned the affiliate marketers who like go all out yeah. versus the ones who are just like, I just want the off the shelf promotion materials and stuff like that. Have you ever noticed like is the amount of actual sales volume from the people who go all out like how 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 big is the difference between like those two groups of people? Is it like an 80-20 rule where eighty percent comes from the people who go all out versus the other way around? Yeah, it, it it's ridiculous. Like what you will typically see, like you you just mentioned like the eighty twenty rule, like probably in this case it's more like ninety ten, meaning ninety percent of your your sales will come from ten percent of your affiliates. Right. Right. And 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 one yeah. of the things on an ongoing basis is like identifying who those people are and taking steps to, to like forge long-term relationships, you know, mm. like, and, and, and a prime here, here's, here's like a, like a real life example. So we did a webinar with an affiliate not too long ago. He was one of those, like go the extra mile kind of guys and was like, Oh crap. You, you just like made yourself like $70,000 in five days of promoting this webinar. And then yeah. Because he got the results as an affiliate, he then wanted to know from us, like, what more do we have? And then knowing that he could be one of our, like, top 10% people, as the vendor, I'm then asking myself, like, what can we do for him that we don't do for everybody that would make him the most money that would keep him promoting for us? And so like one of the things we did, just so you know, in this scenario to where our brain thought is, it's like, we know that that webinar worked well with his audience. Let's create a custom automated webinar just for him. Like not a generic one that anyone could promote. Let's create one just for him, set it all up and just give him a link and just tell him like, we've built this for you. If you don't use it, no problem, but it's there. You know, it makes you money. Here's your link for it. Uh, hope it's helpful. Let us know if you need anything else. So now you see, instead of being like, oh, we did this one-off promotion. Fantastic. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Talk to you in six months. Now it's like, I've now given him something. 
that can he can send traffic to every single day. And what's actually happened is, just so you know the outcome of thinking that way with your affiliates, he has now plugged that into his members' areas of his products. And he's now getting, on average, I think already in the first month, he's sending us three, on average, three $2,000 customers a week. Wow. That's one person. So yeah, that that's one amazing. affiliate, that, and, and that wouldn't be there. And I think that's, that's like a huge thing is like identifying who has the potential to have a very profitable relationship with you and seeing what extra miles and what extra steps you can go through to, to get them involved with you on a long-term basis. That, that for us has been huge. Like we've had individual affiliates that we paid um, close to a million dollars to. One person, a million dollars. And that's from like looking at, oh, we did a one-off promotion. Great. But what now can we do long-term together? What can I do for you to plug this into your business to make it a very profitable income stream for your business? Yeah, that's amazing. I uh, I, I can't be the only one here, but I think we've been getting more than just the tips. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, you are all in. Oh, man. I, uh, I It's like... I don't, I, I, like, I'm sitting back going like, oh, crap, I'm not really like, I don't know if this is very valuable. Be, because I've done it for like 11 years. Well, add on the four years that I was learning it before I made any money, 15 years now. So to me, I'm like, everybody knows this, right? Don't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's why I found out and I was like, wait a second, we got to drill into this. And so I think, you know, um, I think this is probably uh, part one. Right. I think because there's a lot more to this and I'd like to unpack more of this with you because I think this is one of the most um, misunderstood legitimate traffic sources Mm. that everybody could take advantage of, like starting immediately Um, and Facebook and paid traffic and all that is super cool, right? Like that. I've done that for a long time. Um. But building relationships is really, you know, one of the fundamental things for business. And you're, right. you know, you're, the way you're, you're describing it, your affiliate programs have continued to work because you've invested in the relationships with the key affiliates and just continue to do, keep doing that over and over and over and over again. And, um, and I just love that because that no matter what technology changes happen, that fundamental way of doing business with people will never go away. Yeah, definitely. And I think the simple way to look at it is like, you know, like you, you, you said at the start, Facebook ads and all that kind of stuff has such a huge learning curve. And it, you, you might be like, if you can start doing ads and within a few months start seeing potential profits, like amazing, like everybody's pleased, like great. And then you face with the battle of scaling it up. And like, if you think about it, you're paying Mark Zuckerberg because he has your audience on his platform. But the problem is there are a tiny, tiny amount of his audience of the people that you want. Whereas when you go to an affiliate marketer that's built an audience in your that has your ideal customers, all of their audience is applicable for what you do in, 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 in large. And like the, the simple thing to understand for any person with a product or service that you're offering is like there are people out there already that have built your audience. Like and and I think you're you're absolutely right that really in the grand scheme of things, like because I live in that bubble, to me it's normal. But really, like talking to you on it, like and, and Yada and various people, I'm like, oh crap! Like 
this isn't common stuff. Like people aren't doing this. And I remember when I first stood up at the inner circle, like three years ago, people were like, hang on a minute. Like you don't do paid ads. You're, you're getting these results. And I was like, this is, <laughs> this is normal, right? Yeah. And I think that's the simplest way for me to get the message across is like to realize other people already have your audiences. And a lot of people don't have much to sell. Like if I look at say, say me, you know, I, I only have so many products I can. And if, if I've gone out there and I have done Facebook ads, let's say, and I've promoted all my stuff for so long, I'm going to have maybe like 80% of all the traffic that I got and the leads that I got that aren't, aren't responding to my offer. So what do I do with them? Like I'm going to promote other people's stuff to those people that didn't convert for me and monetize my leads. Well, as an affiliate, if you're looking at me and my audience and who I have, I could be promoting for you. I could be, I have your audience. Like show me something worthwhile getting my attention. Show me an offer that's incredible for my audience, will benefit them massively and give me an offer I can't refuse on compensating me for promoting your stuff. And for everybody that has that product or service that's listening to this is like, understand that there are so many people out there that already have your audiences. They might be lurking on their high traffic blog. They might be lurking on their email list. They might be lurking in their messenger bot list. They might be lurking on their Facebook pages. They might be inside their Facebook groups. Like understand that there are people in their masses that have your audience at their disposable now. There are people I can go to today that can send thousands of people to my offer this week without having to trial and error on Facebook. Like Because they already have my audience, they want to get paid from their audience, and I, have, I want to get paid as well. Like, and if you just think it through in that way, like who are the people that have my audience? And how do I get to them? Like If you think it in that way, like go out and get people. Like the work is so worthwhile. Like I say, individual relationships can make you millions, just individual people. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. I uh, I hate to bring the show to a close, but we um we've got to run. We've got a uh, the way that we do these, we batch these up and we got another interview that we have to get to. But I promise you, for even just merely selfish reasons, this is part one <laughs> of I don't know how many parts, but this is really good stuff. So Dean, thank you. Uh Thanks for sharing that. And, I, and if I'm honest, I think you probably talked more on this episode today than our collective 100 episodes before this. Right. I saved it. You say I saved it for the for the trilogy that is to come. Right. Oh, so you're you're forecasting three? <laughs> maybe, maybe 33. Who knows? <laughs> Only time will tell. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. This is James P. Friel signing off with my amazing co-host, Mr. Dean Holland, and we will talk with you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.